Hello and welcome to another edition of my freelancing podcast. In this episode, I wish to speak about something that is that I believe is important to me. I, I do not know if everybody will feel that way. Well, if anything, a lot of the things I say in my podcast about freelancing is sort of unusual because, um, you know, the, the podcast is about freelancing, which, sure, a lot of people do. Um, uh, but some of the ways I approach freelancing is I would like to think is quite unique and may not find agreement with other freelancers. But but it has worked for me, so it might work for someone else as well, which is the purpose of this podcast. So today I'm talking about the importance of sleep. I'm not going to throw part charts at someone else for not getting enough sleep. I think I should not do that anymore because I'm getting older and the less I upset others, the better. So I'll mostly focus on myself. Now, from a young age, I had this belief that, I know, again, braggy, you know, again, braggy, sorry about that, uh, bragging about myself, of course. I always felt like there is something about me, the way I do things, the way I look at things or approach things has been kind of different. But the problem is, I'm, I'm definitely not ordinary, but I'm not extraordinary either. <laughs> so, so I'm stuck between not ordinary, but not like an extraordinary guy. So it's like I'm not dumb. I mean, I'm smart, but I'm not like genius level smart. So I'm like street smart, right? That's, that's the best way to describe me. And I've, I always felt somehow that getting a nice amount of rest has always been useful to me to let my brain and body do its thing. You know, the mind and the body, they go hand in hand. That, that much, I believe, is, 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 has always been clear to me and is, I'm sure it's clear to a lot of people. You know, if your body cannot support your mind and your mind cannot support your body, whatever you're trying to do, it may not work out. In my case, from a young age, I would like to, you know, whenever I feel like I need to do something important, whenever I feel like I wish to do something for which I'm excited about, always found that getting a nice amount of sleep was very useful. For, for example, when I was younger, even when I was younger, I did not really uh, like, you know, for example, if there's a test or an exam, if the exam is at nine or something, um, I did. I didn't. I didn't want to, like, revise or stuff like that. You know how how it happens, right? When people write exams and stuff, they kind of revise and revise and revise till the last minute. I used to do that when I was younger, but then after a while, as I grew up, I realized. I was only doing it because everybody else was doing it. I, I realized after some time that I don't need to do it. I've studied hard. I worked hard. I don't need to revise or rehearse or by heart or look at the notes or textbooks or whatever till the last minute of the exam about to begin. So I stopped it. So if tomorrow 9 a.m. is the exam, I would I would just, you know, like I wouldn't even bother revising. So I would have already studied it way before like if the exam is in March I would have finished studying for it in February or January and that's good enough for me so one day or two day before the exam 
I simply glance through the textbook or notes or reference material and I'm good to go. Somehow my brain works that way. But what I found out was my memory, my memory would work really well when I have a good night's sleep. And, and of course, you know, that is when I, I still remember when I was in high school or something, maybe it was in 11th standard or 12th standard. We have that in India. We have like a school system which goes from there is the pre, you know, preschool. Okay. And then there is the school which is like 10 years. And then we have two years of pre-university and then the actual university. So I remember somewhere in, in the high school part of my education, I would go to the library and read, look up, look up a lot of information about sleep. Now, what is the optimum amount of sleep for a human being? Now, majority of the books, and I believe I even spoke to a couple of my biology teachers, you know, for some reason I felt like biology teachers, because they teach biology, probably have some knowledge about the human health maybe they are they have studied some doctors or something of course you know biology teachers are just like any other teacher they don't know anything uh <laughs> but but you know i mean i was a kid what i found out is ultimately you have to sleep for about six hours or something and that's the number that came back so i was i tried to do that i mean i was a kid i, I was like i was blindly just following whatever people said or whatever i read in the books but then I found out that every time I tried to do that six hours sleep, I was like, my mind was all foggy and I would feel very uh, tired and lethargic. And then somewhere it hit me that, again, I'm in high school, you know, I'm like, and the far end of the teenager, still young, you know, in India, again, we don't have internet access, we don't have anyone telling us anything, you know, asking questions is forbidden in our society. Well, not society, at least in my family. I can't speak for the society, but at least in my family, asking questions, even, you know, doesn't matter what is the reason, is forbidden. So there's no one, there's no way to, no way to collect data. So I had to, I know you, all I had to do was trial and error, trial and error. So I was like, after a week or so, I kept thinking, no, no, this six hour thing is nonsense. Maybe it's not nonsense for others, but it is nonsense for me. And ultimately, I, I came to realize that whatever these suggestions that you get from books or people or newspaper articles, they are mostly averages or approximations. They are not always accurate. And they are talking about the general population. By the time I was a teenager, I already was beginning to notice that I'm fairly different from the rest of the crowd. So whatever is applicable to the general population rarely applies to me. So then I reason with myself. I don't think the six hour number makes sense. So I was like, okay, so we need to change that. Now I can't go lower, so it has to be higher. Since then, I tried to increase my sleep hours to eight hours, which is better. And eventually, by the time I came to engineering, I realized what I really need is 10 hours of sleep. So by the time I finished my engineering and reached my MBA, uh, by that time, I was already a man. I was able to, I had access to internet. So I was able to do my own research. I had become very good analytically by the time I was 20, 21 or something. So I was able to do some calculations of my own and eventually figured out that for optimum performance, for me, not for everyone, uh, is 10 hours of sleep. And that is where that number I came up with. I mean, of course, you know, whenever there is some kind of a, uh, 
stress or some other work like an assignment or some family drama or life thing something 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 uh i could only sleep you know i had to reduce my sleep hours to 8 hours or or 6 hours but my data was always right every time i i i i received less than 10 hours of sleep it was like what is going on i so this is not sufficient for me my mind and body is not built that way so i would i would i would try to compensate for it so let's say if the, in a, in a, on a specific week i had slept less then i would just go ahead and some i just i still remember one time uh i decided to sleep non stop for almost 18 hours or maybe it was an entire day only getting up to go to the restroom and you know grab some biscuits or something because the previous week there was a a massive assignment at the mba school where i was studying and everybody was working day and night it was crazy so i was close to i mean i was still squeezing out 8 hours of sleep but that was not enough for me i had to make up for the loss of almost 10 hours of sleep by sleeping an entire saturday to sunday i had to compensate there's something about me something about me but the main thing is i, I all this means is even if you are not able to do like a 10 hour thing uh, the advice i want to give to anybody who's listening is you have to make sure you give a sufficient amount of rest to your body and mind so i tell all my students you know i mean i do work as a coding tutor frequently i work as a consultant for companies and now i'm in my early 40s so a lot of my clients are in their early you know late 20s or early 30s so uh, everybody i speak to is now younger than me so i always tell them yeah there's really you know there's nothing to lose by sleeping extra and if you want to follow my lead then go ahead get give yourself the luxury of a 10 hour sleep you know the same luxury i've been giving myself all my life i mean the common problem with this is that you know the, an issue which i always uh notice with everybody or maybe just the people i interact with i don't know is the lack of time and a lot of people are like you know if you sleep for 10 hours that leaves very less time for other activities so that is going to be a common complaint and i really don't have a solution to that you know good or bad right or wrong in my life at least i have plenty of free time you know my work life is designed to give me maximum amount of free time so for me even after sleeping for 10 hours every day i have a lot of time left for work for personal hobbies and other activities so maybe the whole 10 hour sleep thing will not work for everybody there may be some people out there who could benefit from this but the severe lack of free time might be a roadblock to get my recommended 10 hours of sleep but that brings back to the thing that i always talk about i believe that i mean yes all of us should work i work as well but i believe that you know we should be working less at least we should try to i mean as a society for some reason we are working way too much like way too much i mean when we were younger people used to say we only have to work 40 hours a week even that was crazy for me so when i grew older and with each passing year i make sure i made sure uh, that i would work less and less with each passing year so now i have reached a point where you know occasionally you know when i have a big project or something 
I might even work 20 hours a week, but that is my limit. You know, after 20 hours of working in a week, I am spent. My mind is dead. My mind is dead. I, I, this is not to say that I am wealthy or something. God, no, I am not wealthy at all. I'm still paying paying off my pandemic debt. I mean, the pandemic was over last year. I, I'm still paying off the one last final loan of my pandemic days. So it's not like I'm rich or something. I mean, yeah, definitely if I took on more work, then I'll probably pay back my debt a little faster. But, you know, I've decided now it's not worth it. I mean, work is important, but I've always believed that should not be the center of my world. So in many ways, um, because my mind and body demands 10 hours of sleep, I have always tried to shape my life so that I always have 10 hours to spare every night to get that kind of sleep. It's, it's, it's really crazy how that works. My, my rom- And when I was younger especially, my romance life, my personal life, my family life, my friend life, everything was planned based on the number of hours I need to sleep. Like, like for example, every time I meet a, a potential uh, female companion, I would make it very clear to her that, well, you know, like, okay, you'll be spending, you know, the weekends with me, but you have to understand, you know, at night, after we do whatever we are supposed to do, I'm going to go to sleep. And in the morning, you're not to wake me up till I wake up on my own. And I would make it very clear to all my ex-girlfriends or, you know, and so on that how important my sleep is. So I would give very specific instructions to my companion women that, you know what, you should not wake me up. No matter how much you feel like you need to wake me up, you cannot wake me up, you know. So very clear instructions. Same thing when I'm traveling. So if I'm traveling and I go to a relative house or something like that, I make it very clear to them they are not to wake me up in the morning because I sleep for 10 hours. So whatever happens, they are not to wake me up. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. But they should just leave me alone. And I would make sure everybody in the house knows not to wake me up. So like this, so wherever I go, whatever I do, the first thing I tell everyone who might potentially interrupt my sleep cycle, or not sleep cycle, and sleep cycle can vary, but the sleep hours are always at least 10 hours. Sometimes, you know, when I have nothing else to do, I'll just put on some music or some audiobook or something else, or even if nothing, I don't need anything. I just turn on the fan, take the couch and nod off bonus sleep hours what I found is every time I get that because I get it almost every day so when I get up I feel so recharged my brain is completely rested and I even tell all my customers and my clients you know I am highly productive when I wake up the first six hours from the moment I wake up I get a lot of work done I have noticed this with my own eyes A lot of times I have compared how much work I do with the amount of work another person does. 
I work super fast, but only for a few hours. You know, it's like I'm like a a battery which is really powerful, but it has a very short shelf life. So, so the moment I get up, whatever happens, I sit down, I work like a racehorse. So what another person might do in eight hours or ten hours, I finish it off in two to three hours. Boom. But the thing is, by the time five, six hours have passed since I woke up in the morning, I am again completely spent. I mean, unless I'm doing something uh, which is super important, like a deadline or something. And occasionally I can force myself to work beyond my active hours. But on as a general policy, I'm highly active and highly productive in the first few hours from I wake up. This is another reason, kind of all of this kind of tallies to why I've been remote working for uh, almost 11 years now. Uh, you know, I, 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 I realized when I was younger that one of the reasons why I never enjoyed office life is because, I mean, you know, you get up and then by the time you reach office, it may be anywhere from two to four hours with traffic and getting up and showering and breakfast and whatnot. And then after that, you have to spend an additional nine hours in the office. I mean, by the time it's lunchtime in an office, I am spent. I can barely be motivated to do anything. I don't know if this happens to everybody, but it definitely happens to me. You know, there are many reasons why I quit my job, but the biggest one is that I'm highly productive in the morning session, but after the lunch thing, I am just gone. I'm out of the picture. And also, traveling to office and the traffic and everything, it really cuts down on the number of hours I can sleep. So these things were a major factor in me trying to go away from the whole salary job and becoming a remote worker, freelance kind of guy. But, but the main thing is, you know, everybody's happy, of course. And once I figured out this whole thing, how the freelancing works and so on, now I'm getting my 10 hours sleep. I'm able to work for my clients. You know, I always tell them, you know, maximum amount of work, important work, let me do it when I get up in the morning. And then that is how it is. So ultimately what I'm trying to suggest in this podcast episode is I'm sure you won't subscribe to my 10-hour sleep routine, uh, which may not be required for everyone. You know, your body and mind will definitely be different than me. But still though, if not 10 hours, I would recommend you try to get at least 8 hours of sleep. I do believe that is appropriate. And if you're working too much, try to find a way to work less. It may not be practical, it may not be possible. Real life uh, circumstances will demand that you may not be able to do this. Uh, I thank God every day that I'm able to do it, so you may not be able to do it, but perhaps something to think about uh, because a good night's sleep is, is important. Or if you're a nighttime worker, then a good day's sleep. It doesn't matter, day or night, afternoon or evening or early morning or late night. Try to get eight hours of sleep. And, and there is, of course, some, some of my students, some of my clients I mentioned, sometimes they don't get sleep. It's okay. Just lie down on your bed. Lie down on your bed, you know, listen to a book or listen to your music or just lie down. Let your thoughts carry you. Leave your phone away. That's the main thing. 
Switch off your phone or keep it away. Turn off notifications. Your phone is the one thing. No, one of the many things, but by far the most intrusive thing in your house. Keep it away. Let your mind just casually go to sleep. It may take half an hour. It may take one hour. It may take two hours sometimes. But your mind is resting. Your body is resting. You're allowing your mind to fill with thoughts. Sometimes it will be negative thoughts. You can't help it. You're human. Most of us are. But it's okay. Rest is still rest. Close your eyes. Even if you're not sleeping, give your eyes a little bit of rest. And I promise you, your body will be that much appreciative of what you're doing. Because, you know, the brain, the eyes, they're all working over time to keep you happy, to keep you entertained, to allow you to work and earn a living and all that. You know, it's like you're saying thank you every time you sleep a little bit extra. You're kind of letting your mind and body know that you respect them or something. I don't know, it's too philosophical, but hey, that's the way I approach uh, the whole sleep situation. But that's what this episode was all about. So ultimately, you know, if you're a freelancer or if you're trying to take some of the advice I, I put out in my podcast, try to get some good quality sleep, you know, eight hours. And if you want to try my style, then go ahead, go to do the J thing. Go ahead and sleep for 10 hours and I promise you. And also every now and then take an afternoon nap, you know, 10 hours plus afternoon nap of two hours or something. It's really, really good. I really love afternoon naps. You know, just lie down, just let the, you know, afternoon breeze just keep you calm. It's good. There is something really amazing about afternoon naps. Every chance I get, I take an afternoon nap. And when I wake up, I feel even more refreshed. But anyway, that's what this episode is about. Uh, I'll I'll see you folks with some more uh, advice in my next uh, uh, podcast episode. Yeah.